Hi, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. And welcome to the Backstage Show. on the backstage show is pretty much the same as the last week on the backstage show we have with us steven schultz and renee he's waving but you can't hear it hi yeah. this is our show yes. hi or you can hear because she's also singing and waving it's, we're off to a bang and start it's been a long time. week we've been, been drinking a lot of wine yeah <laughs> uh, lots of lots <laughs> So last week we, we had said that we were going to kind of talk around and determine a topic and then discuss the topic this week, but we kind of sort of had a topic last week. We're still struggling to name it. Yeah, I, I, we're, we're just going to, I don't know, call this. The topic the last couple of weeks has been community theater, so we're going to continue on that because it seemed to work last week, so let's go with it this week. Well, about time for a change. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else has worked. <laughs> So, Renee, how about your favorite community theater story? Uh, no. Well, yeah, favorite community theater story and also my favorite story about being married or with someone and having to play a character on stage that is romantically involved with someone else. Mm. We've so, sort of talked about around that a little bit. Yeah. So I did uh, Jekyll and Hyde, and I was Lucy. Which is the prostitute. Ooh. And, that wasn't um, the only time you played a prostitute, though, is it? Yeah, prob- probably no. not. Probably <laughs> not. On or off? Well, we, we, uh, we mentioned Hot Al <laughs> Baltimore last week. Right, oh, right. Yeah. No, yes, no, no. I I tend to be typecast. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, you're Steve... prostituting yourself. Pays better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, did, did I mention we don't pay? No, not yet. Right. Um, we're anyway, en- we're enjoying this. Anyway, I have a story to tell that's going to get completely <laughs> edited out. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if this whole episode's going to get edited out. We've joked about we've joked about Aaron needing a side job. So because because <laughs> we're at the of end of a, because we're at the end of a cul-de-sac, instead of work in the corner, <laughs> it's work in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> and you expect me to edit that out? That's going in. Any hoodle. So there I am playing my dream role I would tip well for as Lucy. Mm. So uh, Stephen had, no, who was a, an assistant director on this, by the way, had no problem with me. I seeing, think they can hear that. Yes, I noticed. Glenn's pouring a glass yeah, don't, of wine. Don't, don't, don't pay any attention to that. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting your story. So Stephen was the assistant director of a show that I was in, Jekyll and Hyde. And. Uh, he had no problem with me singing sexy songs with the person playing Hyde or Jekyll or anything else. Well, nobody would have any problem with with anybody doing anything with Russ White because, right? Damn. <laughs> but <laughs> what he couldn't, what he could never. Hi, Russ. <laughs> yeah. You're listening. What what he could never do was watch me get killed. So mm-hmm. he'd get up and walk out. He just couldn't. Interesting. And he never. Steve never told me that. Marianne told me that. Steve Donato told me that. The two, the director and assistant director said Steve was okay with you getting sexy and kissing and doing what I need to do, but he could not watch me get killed. 
So isn't that sweet? Ah, uh, I really think it is. It's a I trust you to. Well, and we yeah. uh, we, we we talked it's, we it's talked just, a little bit. I don't want you to die. We we talked <laughs> a little bit about uh, you know in in the intermission in the week in the week between when we've last spoken, we talked about um, a little bit about relationships in in theater and Renee and I met. Uh, we met at Forge. Uh, we met doing theater, and and we dated for a brief while, and then we got back together doing when uh, I was assistant directing and she was uh, the lead in Hot Al Baltimore. So uh, over at the barn, so uh, theater is responsible for our relationship, and and some of the best friends, in fact, all of the best friends that that we have, uh, including including Glenn and. And, and Jim and we had people who who lived with us for for years. Uh, Mia lived with us for a couple of years, and and Russ and Sandy White lived with with us for over a year, and and mm-hmm. and were they're both great dear friends. And and uh, Steve Denano and I were were best man at each other's wedding, and 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 I was in Glenn's wedding along with Jim Me and, too. And, and Russ and and, and, and Renee. Renee sang at at, yeah. at their wedding, and and you know you, you spend so much time. Doing a show and, and some of the people that that you that you come across spending uh, spending three four months to do a particular show and and hours a night and, and all in about a hundred hours to, to do a show if you have a significant part of it um, and and there are some people you really bond with and sure. and, and form lifelong friendships. You better like each other. Yeah. Else. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and Rough. well, and, and sometimes there's there's some people that that are involved that everybody kind of bonds against, and and, yeah, and, and, uh-huh. and a good production comes off in spite of that, and uh, and yeah. everybody else being against that one person is yeah. part of what kind of makes it happen too. Sometimes that person's the director. <laughs> it does happen. Sometimes yeah. uh-huh. that is, and and I've had probably that shouldn't mm-hmm. mention specifics, but I think <laughs> certainly not. I got a couple of people in but, mind right now, but yeah, no one in this room. Yes. No. Two of the things I remember from when I started doing theater was uh, people telling me, oh, that's a great way to meet women. <laughs> and, and expecting that I was going to It find, worked. Uh, uh, well, in my case. Not, not in mine, technically. In my case. But the other, and the other thing I remember was uh, some people trying to set me up with, with guys. Because <laughs> they assumed really? I, I, yeah, I was a single guy doing huh. theater. They assumed that uh, I preferred men. Uh, you're, really? You're, you're, very, in, you're very particular. Yeah, I can. I, uh, no, I, I am but particular. in the 80s? <laughs> no, I wasn't doing theater in the 80s. I didn't start until the late 90s. 1999 was my first show. Okay. And I remember, so I, huh. I, I had a roommate at the time that I started doing shows. I was living down in Delaware, and I had a, a male roommate who I had who had been my roommate in college who was a, uh, a an extremely polite young man <laughs> and had he had a particular, I guess, polite voice. That was very. He would go up in pitch a little bit, and like you're doing now. No more. No <laughs> more, no, more, more so like that. this. No, that, that's just yelling. That wasn't a pitch. <laughs> For someone with perfect pitch, you'd think you'd understand that. <laughs> um, anywho, so no, I mean he had this. Uh, oh, thank you very much. That was very nice. Uh, was he, he a just, leprechaun? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. That's very nice of you. Oh, thank you. Yes, he was. Right. So but, but somebody, people would call me, and he would answer the phone and go, "Oh no, I'm sorry, he's not here right now." And and for some reason, so everybody he lived with were leprechauns. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so clearly, I'm not doing this voice good, but 
Hopefully some of you are laughing <laughs> as, as much as the people here. <laughs> Maybe a little too much wine has gone by. Anyway, the way he spoke, I guess, was effeminate. I don't know. So somebody once tried to set me up, was talking to somebody that I knew, uh, the woman who got me involved with theater, and, and was talking about a guy to set Glenn up with. And like, oh, oh Glenn's not gay. Like, no, what? Does Glenn have a say in this? Does Glenn have a say in this? Yeah, really. And they say, well, but his roommate has to be, just because of the way he spoke, which is, I mean, really stereotyping. Uh, for, for, for the record, whatever it's worth, my roommate was not gay, and I am not. I am happily married to a woman. But it was just interesting to me that some people were saying, oh, that's a great way to meet women, and other people were trying to set me up with men. So <laughs> you don't know, but I mean, it is just, it's a great way to meet people. I was actually in a similar boat as far as not so much people setting me up, mm-hmm. trying to set me up with anybody, but just Men people making assumptions. Well, yeah, they do make assumptions with uh, single guys in theater. Um, I, I, I think... Especially I, those of us who might be perceived as testosterone-challenged. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting way to put it. I, I, I just, honestly, I, I feel that... No, it's not even so much that I feel that. So coming into theater, I grew up in a conservative background i mean i grew up in the 80s you know like uh uh uh, michael j fox as alex p keaton was one of my idols i was when i started theater i was a registered republican i was a fairly conservative person as far as i knew i had never met a gay person in my life as far as you knew knew. exactly as far as i knew and i was probably wrong with that but theater kind of widened my horizons opened my eyes to different types of people that are out there and i think it's been a good education in that I've just met people that are different than myself. But I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I, I'll go in the book. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, um, <laughs> but um, I, I, you, Wait, stop. You have no idea what you just said, do you? <laughs> I'll go in the butt. I stand by what I said. I will go in that butt and say... <laughs> Three notes. So you're going in Jim's butt, yeah. She was pointing at me. <laughs> well, it was your butt. Was your butt? Yeah, that, that's true. Oh, this is going to be really hard to edit. <laughs> I don't think you're going to want to. I'm going to have to. We have, yeah, we have a reading. you can't do in the butt. Clean lyrics, clean oh. lyrics. Uh, I also learned, uh, I also heard from people that I thought were on, quote, quote unquote, my side, who were extremely not inclusive, uh, not acceptive. So, no, uh, you, you need to make the decision on your own, what you're going to accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there there are all different types out there, and some more accepting than others. Yeah. And theater, I think, is a good, fairly yeah. good cross-section. To some extent, there's limitations by demographics. Yeah. And that sort of thing. I like, think it, that's kind of a... We've kind of touched on this in previous episodes as far mm-hmm. as the the, uh, the geography. I mean, yeah, based in the suburbs, most of these community, community theaters being based in the suburbs... You know, I, let's be you, perfectly frank here. It's somewhat whitewashed. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. that's, well, yeah. that's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. yeah, it is. That yeah, I would. Yeah. I would not disagree that that has been my mm-hmm. experience in the past. Mm-hmm. And there have been community theaters that have said, "Well, I can do this show that has seventy percent 
African American mm-hmm. actors. Like, no. Mm. Well, you don't yeah. Get the people to no, audition. no, and and no, do it. Audition it. See what happens. See no. who comes out. But no, <laughs> if you don't get those, yeah, actors, you don't get to cast them with other. Well, that that was, and we've discussed this before on the show with the the first show that I directed uh, at Forge, the first show I directed at all. Uh, getting away with murder, which technically calls for a, an Asian woman and a, uh, a one-armed black man. I, I got neither one of those. <laughs> right, but but Sondheim put into the script how you could. No, he did not. I, I he didn't. I did that. Really? Yep. That was all Glenn. Yeah. Did did the but don't tell anybody. Did that? No, no, that was that was against contract. Okay, so and we discussed that in legality. We just ratted him out. Sorry. Yeah, and done. No, we discussed that in legality. That was so many years ago at this point that, yeah, yeah. that statute sure of limitations have come after us. But yeah, no, the, the character was named Nam Jun Vuong, and that was when I changed it to Nancy Vaughn. And I don't think I, I, you know, I'd have to go back. Maybe you're right. I mean, you assistant directed that, so you. you and might. I was general production time. I think yeah. I looked into. Well, and, and, I, and I think a lot of. I'm kind of angry. I mean, I, the, the one-armed black man. I don't think was necessarily uh, specified that it had to be African American. No, it, it was mentioned that he was, but I, I, I don't think it was. This must be an African American actor. Well, and 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 a lot of and a lot of current scripts, especially if they're being available for schools and community theaters, mm-hmm. do specifically address that and 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 say yes. like yes. Spelling Bee says if you do not get an Asian actress, mm-hmm. here, here are a few specific lines to change in the script. Yeah. Actually, I want to say I want to say with the script, it, it was the character was named Nam Jun Vuong which is yeah. clearly an Asian name. Right. However, there was nothing to specify that she, that she was. was Asian. Right. We did change the name. Now, that might have been against contract. But... Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably but, would have been one of those cases was, of requesting... But it's also hard to cast Persian. a British woman as Nam Jun Vuong. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, unless it's an but Asian British woman. Would, but, but you didn't... She, you put her in Asian dress. We did, yes. But didn't have her do the accent. No, no. So no. yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, Maybe she and, was adopted. And and in some yeah. and in some cases, yeah. if you if you reach out, because I I know that for uh, because of what we talked in the last episode about mm-hmm. penises being not so plentiful. Um, <laughs> I mean, generally, <laughs> generally one per, but not not. <laughs> <laughs> Not General. a lot of them show up. <laughs> um, but when we did, when we did company, the the director anticipated that, that for a musical, um, he may not get uh, people uh, enough men to to fill the roles for company. Right. And because he's also uh, active in in LBGT community, in anticipation of auditions, he reached out to Sondheim's people and said. Would it be okay if I cast some of the couples mm-hmm. as as lesbian couples and got a re- and, and got a specifically re- uh, well, specifically great. requested permission and got permission to do so if 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 he wanted to now as as it turned out a lot of talented people of both genders came out to fill the roles as mm-hmm. as originally written and he didn't have to go down that path but he could not have done that on his own. Because right, because right. of the roles as written, but technically he did get, he did <laughs> yeah. get but he did but get permission. But it was good that they got permission. Yeah. But now they are doing in in England. They are doing a uh, Bobby is a girl. 
and Bodies and, and again, that's and, my mother's and, name. And, and, and I know you discussed this in in the legalities, but that's having the having having the permission versus just yes, doing yes. it on your right. own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the whole thing with the uh, female version of the Odd Couple. I think uh, Neil Simon ended up doing that because yeah. he had a lot of people requesting yeah. to change the genders of Felix and Oscar. There was demand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Didn't work so well for True West, though, which we touched on, I think, before. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, yeah and there's something, uh, and I also feel like a lot of a lot of streetcar and a lot of that needs to be would be great to open up to female, male. Let's look at gender, but well, and 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 I and I think no. well, you can you can do that with uh, with public domain like Shakespeare, and, and and I think that in in the current... no, but he has specifically said with his his uh, uh, what's that called the contract? Yeah, you can't. Right. Well, but but I think that in the current climate, I I, I think there are some some pieces that that could be lost for for a generation that that. That opening it up to other gender considerations, for instance, both Taming of the Shrew and Kiss Me Kate, dealing with the oh. dealing with the misogyny and even even abuse of both of those both of those pieces, and and it would be a shame to to lose the great theatrical theatricality of of, of those pieces, but it's also uh, very sensitive in, in 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 this time, and and to look at that from another angle would be would be great to be able to do so. But you can still present it as drawing attention to that oh angle, you you could and, sure. and and that can be and that can be a statement that yeah. you make is to draw attention and with to the shakespeare time. you can do anything with it when you want well yeah yeah because <laughs> i mean he's I just, dead I, well i remember barley sheaf doing essentially one gentleman and one lady of verona yeah. instead of two gentlemen of verona so <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah you can pretty much this is all we could find well, yes and and, yeah. and 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 pretty much across the board any any theater that does 12 angry men now does 12, 12 angry people. Well, i just saw a 12 angry jurors 12 angry yeah. jurors it was yeah. split down Arlen the middle. just did that and uh, village productions just did that village mm -hmm. players yeah village players and that's players. and that and that is that is both to presented contemporarily that mm -hmm. that, it, that a jury would be yeah. if now and and yep. going back to the challenge of, of filling twelve male roles especially when a third of them are, are lesser roles mm -hmm. um, for, there are no lesser roles only lesser actors <laughs> okay a third of them are lesser actors <laughs> fair enough um, that that people would not necessarily want to accept yes yes. But both to contemporize, contemporize the the piece, but also just the challenge of to mm -hmm. fill to fill the roles. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, well, is that's, we issue. were talking about that uh, in some episode where where uh, a lot more newer productions, you know, the the, the classic productions, the chestnuts, and a lot of that sort of thing it, it tend to be male heavy, mm -hmm. and newer productions are starting to swing a little bit the other way. Because in particular with community theater, it's just difficult. Uh, it's difficult to get the penises. Really, is what it comes down to. <laughs> That's going to be our tagline. It's difficult, difficult to get, to the, get penises? the penises. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it's tagline. difficult to get the penises. In this episode, I, I, I just think that. Um, <laughs> no, what I else? think the hope. Uh, I think places, especially community theaters. At least I hope so. It looks like it. They're looking for women. Centric, female centric roles. As a director, I'm looking for so more of shows. please. There are a lot of really great women actors out there. Well, and, and there's and there's and there's and there's less so of of women 
centric scripts that yep. are that are not a a, a stereotype. I mean, if, the, if I if I ne- wait, if I never see another well production known. of 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 Steel Magnolias again, I'll, I'll be quite happy. And I've directed it, and assistant directed it, and yep. and, uh, and and seen many fantastic productions. But enough. But it's enough. I, yeah. but it, but I, it's I agree enough. with you. But I mean, what it comes down to is there's not enough well known. Right, women-centric shows. Right, that there are new. It's just the newer new, shows. Yes, and within ten, twenty years, these shows will get better known and be done more often, and people yes. will want to see them. But it's that balance between finding shows people want to see and people want to act in. Yeah, and, well, we have well, millennia. Well, we have millennia of of, of male-centric shows. Yep. and and, and well, we have and and unfortunately, years, yeah. and unfortunately, thank you, with, <laughs> And unfortunately, with some community theater ways that you get shows into it's no people haven't read it yeah people don't Nobody know knows it that so yeah. it's like, no but yeah but it's good <laughs> but the thing is you you need to do this yeah and they say no and you say okay no the directors have to keep pushing i mean and and, and going to the theaters that are more welcoming to these newer shows more challenging shows and what? you know we've talked about show selection and Certain theaters are more welcoming to that than others, and there are certain theaters that just kind of have, you know, one slot in a season that that's good for that kind of show. I've been involved in a lot of different community theaters and the way they do things. The one thing that I think needs to be uh, universal is that they have a champion. The show. The show. Yeah. Needs uh, absolutely to have a champion. Mm-hmm. And then you and need to say... who's willing to take the knocks until the show gets in somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Why? And they get to show up and say why. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to get in. No matter how no. passionate you are about right. it, you might have to fight for it for five years before you can find someplace that's willing to get it in. Right. And, and you have to be willing to, to, to fight that fight. Yeah. But just to... But I'm not. So, well, so I keep picking the chestnut. But just to, <laughs> but just to uh, uh, dismiss something out of out of hand because, yeah. meh, yeah. no, someone someone loves the show, thinks it's right. Yeah, there must it, be a reason. There must be. Look a at reason. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and then and then a large part of it too is is marketing. Um, which is mm-hmm. which is a challenge for for a lot of theaters and and, and well, if you we have had something five shows for you guys and, and and if you and if you have something that has a specific audience finding an, a, a group to work with to to market uh, to yeah. market a show to to uh, so if you're doing it so if you're doing a Shakespeare piece you need to work with area schools and 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 mm-hmm. and do your marketing that way um, if you're doing a a piece um, if you're doing uh, uh, extremities then then working with uh, with women's shelters and maybe right. doing a doing a fundraising yeah, uh, yeah. A, a yeah. outreach we we did it should have been you which has which has uh, themes of LGBT and uh, and and publicity at the barn reached out to William William Way in in the city and and we did a fundraiser and did outreach and we got and the theater got audience out of that 
uh, out of that partnership, and mm -hmm. also we did some fundraising of, uh, of of I think it wound up being seven hundred fifty dollars for the organization. Mm -hmm. so, Ooh, you're putting the community back in community theater. Yeah, yeah, know, well, right? and we've talked we're, about we're, that. We're putting yeah. the community back in community theater, and we're also building an audience because because a show that is lesser known, we're we're tying in with a, with a group that has some interest in the in the subject matter, mm -hmm. and and who might come to that show and be like, hey. This is actually pretty good. I'll come back for another show. Right. Yeah, builds your audience. And sure. Which was which was exactly when we when we presented the check and we had the talk back of, of the representative of of the William Way organization said exactly that. Yeah. Wow, this was a great show, and we'll be back. It's one of the reasons. Hey, Barley Sheaf does a uh, a fundraising show every single year. They, they well almost every year they do a, a benefit show that you know benefits different causes each year from from year to year and and that can bring in audience that might not otherwise be there really it's a good way to not only bring in the audience but it's for that show but it's a good way to build your audience for future shows as mm -hmm. well yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, the people who come in and say wow i i i never knew this was here and and and, and i i can't you know being involved in forge for for 20 years it, you know, a couple times a season, people coming up to me and saying, "I've lived in Phoenixville my whole life. I never yeah. knew this was here." The theaters, so many. This was so hard to find. Well, they, they tend to be well hidden, like in the middle of residential neighborhoods. A lot of the time, I mean, there are some that are a little more obvious and, and that kind of thing, but they're usually already better known. Like your uh, uh, stagecrafters in, in Chestnut Hill is, you know, on a major road and people know about it. Mm -hmm. But your your barn and forge and, and all of yeah. these other ones are a little hidden away in residential neighborhoods and not on the main drag in town. Sure. So. Well, even in the middle of a, even in the middle of first Avenue, Forge sits back from the, yeah. from the, from the street on a, on a row of twins. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, on a row of twins that are awesome. relatively close to the street. Yeah. There's yeah. that yeah. building that's like <laughs> way back behind every other. Mm -hmm. on behind the, the trees. Yeah. And beyond the shrubbery. Is it my imagination or are we short on time now? I think we're kind of hitting our time limit yeah. roughly. Oh, wait. Oh. We could get oh, so oh, many more we've episodes been, here. But we've gone longer in some episodes. Yeah. We <laughs> might have to have you guys back. All right. Actually, All right. Back. I yeah. mean, we can't stick All around right. for another week. Will there be wine? Much. I, there seems to be enough there. We'll be here. There might yeah, to, that might need to be a rule in every future episode. Yeah. <laughs> that there be wine. If there be wine, we'll be here. There you go. <laughs> Our <laughs> meantime. I don't know why that sounded yeah. piratey, but. If you'd like there be wine. There be wine. If you'd like to hear more from Stephen and Renee, you can shoot us an email at podcast at backstage.link. Or just visit our website. If you want to hear less from us, keep that to yourself. <laughs> Actually, if you'd like to hear less from them, still give us an email at podcast at backstage.link because no, we'd like to know about no, it, no, even no, if they No, would. no, no, no. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> if you like us, tell a friend. If you don't like us, keep it to yourself. <laughs> as long as you like Jim and Glenn, spread it around. Because we'll be back. Whether or not Stephen and Renee are back remains to be seen or heard. This was fun. I hope you had. That just sounds mean. <laughs> we we hope we're to very cutthroat around here. Yes. <laughs> we'll let we'll, we'll let you know. We'll yeah. see what the we'll ratings. Let you know. We'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, see yeah. what the ratings look like. Yeah. <laughs> so when will we know? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, 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 I don't know. I feel like you we'll guys have done more talking. Tomorrow. Will, you, will you notify us by email or by <laughs> or by phone? <laughs> I feel so, like you guys are more do more talking. If I need a replacement, you guys are. No, the no. First see, I'm call. sorry. I thought you had shut it down a long time ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? what? No, yeah. we're still going. We're still recording. We still on? Is this on? Yeah, we're still on. Is this? Oh. Still on? Hey. Yeah. Sorry. Hey. All right. Knock anyway, it off. Is this thing on? So, so tune in. I assume next week. 
I think next week would be uh, hitting the holidays. Coming close to the holidays, but anyway. And I, I think we'll be back next week. We'll determine at, uh, at some later date whether or not we're going to uh, regale you with a Christmas and New Year's episode okay. or we're going to take a little time off. <laughs> but maybe, maybe Renee will. Maybe Renee will. Who knows? Meantime, okay. I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. And thank you for listening to the Backstage Show. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Glenn. <laughs> and, and, and I'm swallowing. And, and he has a mouthful of wine. <laughs> and welcome to the backstage show. Fine, you don't need me anymore. <laughs> I never did. I see how it is. <laughs> you have the equipment. We've been through this. <laughs> I, I'm getting uh, kicked off the talent. Especially if you're stepping into right front of you. So my favorite story ever... Should we, should we start the episode before you get into this? You didn't record the episode. We can lead up to it. <laughs>